sing your praises forever. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you. Our hearts are full of gratitude. And tonight, even as we share of your goodness, and we partake in your goodness to us, your family, Father, we ask that you would open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts to feel what it is in your heart that you want to share with us as we welcome this new year. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome. I'm used to saying, or good morning. I'll say good evening. Good evening. Oh, way, way better. I think the third time is going to be the charm. Good evening. Oh, wow, that feels good. You guys should try that. Next time you're up here, say good morning or good evening and get it, convince everybody else to say it back. It feels good. On Sunday, you know, in, during the announcements time, I was talking about the fact that next Sunday, for the first time in a very long time, we're going to be going back to, to glad tidings, back to our roots. And uh, a little bit further into January, where there's the BC One Heart Gathering, again at Glad Tidings. And recently we've been having comments about Glad Tidings or learning things about Glad Tidings a little bit more than we have in the last few years. And, you know, some, things chalk, some folks might chalk it up to a coincidence. In Church of Zion, nothing's a coincidence. Um, we really feel like God has His hand on it. And uh, one, of our, uh, one of our papas, Papa Albert, reminded us of, of a video that we did at a, uh, an anniversary dinner a number of years ago. If, if you look up here to my right, to your left, celebrating 20 years of his faithfulness, blessed from strength to strength. We did it, we had a, a dinner at Flota Restaurant. Who was there? It was that, so it would have been, was that 2002, I guess? It would have been 2002. And, uh, and we had, a, we had, I want to say, somewhere around 600 people, if, if memory serves. And we had a, a flagging dance where I learned to do this for a long period of time. And, uh, and we had a whole, because Carmen and Rebecca and Ruth are who they are, we had a whole plan for the evening. A- and at the beginning, we had some awards that, to give out. And, and if s- those of you that were there may recall, Caleb was the MC, I think, for the evening. And he came out, and he quickly realized that he'd forgotten the awards. It was an awards night, and he'd forgotten the awards. And he, he, he sat down on the stage, pulled off his, his dress shoes in his suit, put on his running shoes, and then decided that he was going to go and find the awards. Oh, and I hear, oh, oh, oh. So, and, and so this being the backdrop for, for what was about to happen... Then, then we saw this video. In, in, the t- in the time as we wait, there's now a, uh, a dispute. Some people feel like this might have been at the 25th anniversary, which would have been 2007, which would not have been blessed. It would have been, it was blessed, don't get me wrong, it was very blessed, but it wasn't called blessed. We, we were, from generation to generation, was that generation to generation? Rebecca's not sure. This was 2002, all right, so it was definitely the 20th. Sorry, Cindy, you've been outvoted. And then Caleb came running back into the room to a round of cheers like that. And you can tell that it was 17 years ago because the resolution of the, of the video isn't very good. And that Caleb's hair was still very black. And at no point was he pe- bent over panting for air like I'm sure I would be today if I had to run that far. And to make a confession, a few of us early 20s guys thought that this would be a lot of fun to do. And it was really us just fooling around. And little did we know that one of the papas would have some insight and some, 
some vision as to what, uh, an interpretation of it. And so at the time, now I, I don't know if you did this all from memory or if you asked us for a copy and watched it a few times, but uh, Papa Albert has some insight. I think this was a good case of having a good time and not realizing that they were actually being very prophetic. So you have to realize this was 17 years ago, and much of what has happened now uh, did not happen yet at that time. And so some things prophetic indicate the fact that it was known before it actually took place. So uh, after a few days of this, we just felt we got a little bit of revelation. And so I'm just going to kind of go back through the video with you and see if uh, anything resonates with what God is or was doing at that time, even though it was just a fun time. Okay, so we, I, I, I just felt uh, this came from the Lord a few days later, but I felt that Caleb represented his Papa Gideon and also Church of Zion without even being quite aware or realizing it. So he discovered that something was missing and he began to run to find it. This is a picture of the awakening of Gideon had from a place of just being content. He became aware that there was a deeper, so you'll you bear with me till we get a little bit of the flow of this here. Um, so he knew that he needed strength and empowerment and therefore he became open to searching beyond the familiar sounds of his denomination. In other words, there was suddenly an awareness and awakening. You're not trying to put that on there, are you? This will come clear after a little bit. When he gets on the sky train, it seems to be that he's the only one on board. And eventually, we see him looking up at the sign over the doors of glad tidings with the cross, which glimmers in the sunshine. The university and the pursuit of education left an empty void in Gideon, so he became active among Chinese believers, and eventually this became somewhat exhausting. But God brought a new hunger to him and awakened him within with a desire to pursue matters of the spirit. Getting on the sky train, which was empty, suggests that he was on a lonely walk for a time in those early years but that God was calling him to rise above the general traffic, even if it meant leaving many friends behind in his phase of this journey. Finding the bright side sign of glad tidings indicates that this is where he originally received and saw the light of the Holy Spirit. However, when he's knocking on the door, the door does not open. And this indicates that while glad tidings accepted him, they never let him really get into the main sanctuary or the main flow of it all, right? So eventually, so eventually he went around the side and he came up the stairs to what was the prayer room. And this is the indication that Zion was birthed out of the prayer and the prayer room. And that is where the call and the commission uh, came much more fully. So, uh, after in his encounter with the Holy Spirit at Glad Tidings, he was unable to return to his earlier church. But even though he came to the door where he had received this light and glory, he was not fully 
allowed. Otherwise, we might still be pardoned. Uh, glad tidings. Okay, so he was never invited onto the main floor, and the door was never fully open to him. He was allowed to care for a small Chinese work and given access to a tiny room which might be considered the upper room or a birthing chamber. Here, on his knees with several others, the vision of the Church of Zion was birthed. That's the award box. We also assume that the glow and the radiance from the box represents worship. God's glory and presence, the Hallelujah Chorus, which was to be embraced by this fledgling church from then on. In other words, the box was prayer, but it was also worship, as, as it was indicated. From this moment on, Caleb keeps running, but always with the box under his arm. So that means he received something there that he will never let go of. And no matter where he will go from then on, you'll see he'll always have the box with him. So that treasure that was found there has never been let go of and has been carried along. And even though it was not able to be fully realized there, when he left, it came along. So, first of all, we see him running into the city and then past B.C. place, which indicates that the call was to the city but also to B.C. place. And eventually, you will see him going past the Plaza of Nations, indicating there was also a necessity eventually to go through into the nations. So, while I was puzzling, I guess, as to why Caleb took such a long route back, I realized that Zion's call is not just to be a local church, but Zion was called to touch the province, and he went past B.C. place, and the nation Canada. As he was running along the seawall, and I'm watching him, I got a little impatient, saying this is taking an awful long time. <laughs> then the Lord checked me and said, this is how Zion, many at Zion have felt. We're going too long and too slow. But we must know that the travels of Zion saints and leaders with the gatherings in Canada and the nations around the sea are part of the responsibility. In other words, the call is also eventually to go around the sea and the seawall. And even there, as he's running on the seawall, some people were running with him, some people were running against him. And this is also an indication that the journey to the nations, there were some who were willing to join along and others who were actually uh, running contrary. Uh, this was reaffirmed as he ran past the Plaza of Nations on his return. I was greatly encouraged when I noticed that on the seawall, even though some ran contrary, I mentioned this before, and eventually he represents, he re returns to Chinatown, re-enters Chinatown, which is an indication that even after going out to the nations, eventually he had to come back to China and not forget the initial call to China. And remember before when Gideon came from abroad, he had the feeling from the map on his leg and so on that his call was China. But it looks like in a way, even though this banquet started in Chinatown, he had to leave there for a time and do all this journey and all this travel so that eventually he could come back too. Yeah. Weren't those guys prophetic?
The funniest thing is, all they thought is they were having a lark. And when we all saw it, we said, that's hilarious, ha, ha, ha. It's funny. But my goodness, it seemed like everything they did. So as, as Caleb re-enters Chinatown, I perceive this meant that eventually China and all of us will be called to return to the places where we all each originally came from to meet the needs of the people in those lands. So then as Caleb re-enters the room with the box still under his arm, there's a loud cheer. Soon he has changed into a jogging suit and is handing out awards to elderly sisters, a young teenager, and a middle-aged person. You didn't notice that, did you? But it's also prophetic at the eventually at the awards. I don't know if that was shown still on the video. Okay, that was, that was then live. Okay, so this prophetically affirms that all the generations will participate in the coming move of God and receive equal rewards. Remember, we have this word about whoever stays home and whoever goes gets equal rewards. So this is what the rewards thing is all about. I started at the beginning, what does this have to do with rewards? But anyway, the Lord knew better. So this indicates also that the generations who are learning to live and walk by the Spirit will often spontaneously be moving prophetically. Let's encourage and release them into their calling. So we'll thank God for this visual reminder that he is the Lord of our journey and his footsteps, he guides our footsteps in our pathway. Maybe we be encouraged to keep running the race set before us so that we may gain the prize. And this was written on December 9, 2002. 17 years ago this past month is when this took place and guess what? Isn't that what we've been living in ever since? So do it again, guys. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, and we're saying wow because we're seeing things that we didn't see before. And I think that's what 2020 is about. It's about seeing things that we weren't be able to see before. That's what they call hindsight. 2020 is not seeing then what we actually see now. If you know the English phrase, 2020 is, uh, uh, hindsight is 2020. I have it the other way around. Um, it was interesting that we didn't get to see and we didn't get to hear before all this. I feel there's a, a big download of uh, seeing tonight that in our spirits we're beginning to see. And seeing is beyond visual acu acuity. It's beyond what our eyes can see. A blind person sees through his senses through hearing. A person can see whether someone is wise or a fool without actually seeing. And I think the Lord is raising up the whole body, raising all of us to be able to see and perceive things that we hadn't seen before. And He's opening our spirits to see and to come up and see higher. Even though we were fooling around, we didn't see what was going on, but somebody saw what was going on. And now that we look at it again, we see it in a whole new way. We see that the Lord had been leading us for 20 years then. And this is almost another 20. And he's going to continue to lead us. And we're going to see, where do watchmen see? On the sea wall. Yeah, I know some of you are following. Yeah. That's why we had to run so long on that seeing wall. All right. And so he's raising us up to be 
people to see. And in BC, <laughs> we are a, 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 a province that is called to see. It's the Eagles. So even tonight, and I believe this year, and so more will be unfolded probably on Sunday as we're, as we're sharing, right? Um, but earlier when we were meeting, even uh, Sister Lorraine, she just started mentioning just about what the Lord is doing in Vancouver. She had no idea we were going to play this. And what we're sensing is that, um, Pastor Rebecca was saying this, maybe she has more words, that we need to see beyond what the Lord has called us to, beyond our four walls, beyond the center here, beyond our Sunday services, to start looking into the city this year. What is the Lord doing in the city and how, what, what is He doing? How can we be a part of it? We're not really here to initiate, to start anything. We just want to join in what He's doing. So even as what we're sharing tonight, maybe a few of us as we um, stay within these themes of, of what do we see for this coming year, of Him expanding our, our vision and, and our hearts to be able to, to, to intake um, and prepare for this coming year as we welcome the new year. Okay? Um, so, and if, uh, because of our time, we want to, uh, we have a few more things that we want to do corporately. Um, if we have to shorten you by a little bit, uh, please don't mind, because we want to hear as many people as possible. So what are you seeing uh, for this coming year? What, is, or what has been happening? We might even, if you have a few th- things of testimonies to thank the Lord for this year, um, we can look back. But maybe, maybe let's take that city tour. Maybe Sister Lorraine, I don't know where you said. Oh, there you are. For some of you, you may not know, but um, God called me to the city hall, and I didn't know if there was a prayer group or anything, in 2008. And I came on April the 1st, and I had a divine appointment to go to City Hall, and I ended up feeling the authority of the Lord there. And so started praying there <clears throat> with a few intercessors under Prayer Canada. And so I said, okay, I don't understand this. I'm here. But um, in a nutshell, um, j- just in this season alone, um, I'm starting to see, I-, I come from a very conservative evangelical background. Actually, I came from, from Papa um, Gideon's background. We came from the same church way back, but I was a little girl, and he was one of the uncles. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, how come when I came to Zion, it, all these faces are so familiar? And I just didn't understand, right? And then I came into things of the Spirit much later, um, and so I felt I was called to the city. I didn't understand it. I, I was removed from ministry um, in a nutshell. And I went through a very painful journey. And, and, but I heard the Lord say, pray for the city of Vancouver. Didn't understand anything. Didn't see nothing. I can't see anything. I'm not visual. I'm whatever. But I think it was training ground for me to hear the Lord and to see what he's doing. And that's why he brought me into isolation. But um, so in this last season, beginning of 2019, I felt it was like a Zoom year. It just went so fast. And I felt like, Caleb, I was running. I kept running from thing to thing, whether it was family. And I, I said, I don't really have a church. So I was going from church to church. But I go, why am I doing this? Uh, and, and I'm not a person 
who, who it's not committed, okay? So when I commit to something, I commit 100%. But in this season, I'm all over the place. I don't understand it, but it, I felt the Lord say, it's okay. And I, I said, okay, I'll just do it. So anyway, in the, this last season, um, I've been at Willingdon Church, and um, there's a move going on at Willingdon, and um, they had two prayer summits in which I was invited to, and I started to see the Spirit of God starting to rumble there. And tonight, they have a prayer summit. And it'd be great if we can corporately pray for Willingdon <clears throat> as I engage with one of the pastors there. And also, I've also been engaged at 10th Avenue Church, in which, divinely, I was invited to another prayer group. And I said, okay, like, how come I'm all split up, you know, in different places? And invited to, to pray for the city churches um, from, from um, 10th Avenue. But I started to see different spurts here and there. And then I was invited by a Baptist church. And I got, okay, what are you doing, God? So when the theme of, do you see what I see? <clears throat> and it's not, it doesn't make any logical sense. But it's engaging intimately with the Heavenly Father to hear and see what he's doing. Not just in a center, but I'm seeing people plucked out from one church and put it over here. He's plucked out this person and put them over there. And those that come from evangelical churches, they're plucked into charismatic places. Those in charismatic, they're plucked back into word churches. And I think God is kind of evening us out to see, because we're under one kingdom. And I remember as a child, the, my life, one of my life verses is, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things would be added to you. And I said, Lord, what are those added things? And I think, what does it mean to seek his kingdom and his righteousness? Because in this day, there's rise of evil. But there's also a rise of righteousness. And, the, and God is saying, we are, the sh are you the sheep or the goats? Wh 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 where's your stand? And it's individually and it's also corporately. So... Um, Maybe that's in a nutshell. Uh, maybe Papa Daniel. Papa Daniel, can you share, please? I think what Papa Daniel will... So this is... Um, but I asked uh, Sister Lorraine to share because I think even it links to what the, our video was just playing. Just a reminder of what the Lord has put us in, in Zion um, as, a, as a light in the city, but also, as Papa Albert said, uh, through the nations. So... But Papa Daniel has received something for us for this year, and I think it's really important. So in an hour and a half, we're entering into a new year, 2020. And this is a calendar we call Gregorian calendar. But in the Bible, they also have a calendar called the Hebrew calendar. So remember, a lot, you know, not long ago, we celebrated Rosh Hashanah, which is the Hebrew New Year. So this year... The Hebrew New Year, the, the year is 5780. Okay? 5780. Give you some background, then you understand. So, so Hebrew alphabet, we call alphabet, okay? Have 22 letters. When, when Papa Gideon, uh, Papa, 
uh, Albert mentioned about 17 years ago, all of a sudden, it clicked on me, you know. This year is the 17th alphabet, which is called Pei. Pei. 80. Now, every alphabet, they have a sound, they have a value, they have a prophetic picture. So this year, the, the character is Pei with the value of 80, which is a 17th character of the Hebrew alphabet. So it's a pay mean mouth. Many people know that it's a mouth. It's a mouth. And then if you add five, seven, how many? Twelve. Eight, how many? Zero, how many? That means there's a conversion. The Hebrew calendar equal to 20 with the Gregorian calendar 2020. There's a convergence this year. And the Lord gave me the scriptures from Psalm 34, verse 8. Oh, taste and see the Lord is good. So I believe as we're entering into the coming year, whatever you see is more than the physical eye, it's your dream, your vision, whatever they put in your, in your heart. You're going to, more than seeing it, you're going to taste it. You're going to taste it. So I, I'm excited and full of expectancy because God is doing something in our midst more than we can imagine. Because I feel this is a very convergent. So many times we want to see, you know, the family coming back together. We want to see generation walking together. We want to see, you know, after watching the, uh, the GT thing, is that we want to see something happen, okay? Our connection with glad tidings. Because what we see, and also, you know, not only taste it, mouth is a taste, but mouth also have the authority to declare. Declare. Whatever, you know, I, think, I believe that we declare what is in the Lord put in our heart, aligned with the Word of God. It will come to pass, and we can truly can taste it. When Moses, the, when the Lord showed Moses about the promise, then he can only see it. Joshua is the one who tastes it. But believe, we are so blessed in this generation. In the coming year, not only we see it, but we will taste it. Amen. 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 Yeah, so in the same manner, if the Lord is speaking to you, keep it to about two minutes. And maybe for us to be even a little bit more efficient, if you have something to share, uh, if you line up, it gives us an idea of how, many, how much time we have, how many people are sharing and how we can keep uh, things moving. So if the Lord has done something, please, yeah. If the Lord has done something great um, that you want to also celebrate uh, with us together, please share as well. I'll try to make this as fast as possible. Um, Some time ago, a couple months, whatever, the Lord uh, speaks to me in visions. And... um, I saw, I'm going to take you to a, an ordinary farm in Saskatchewan way back where they used to have a windmill. And it was built on a tower, and then the windmill was on top. And it was used to pump water to feed the livestock. And uh, so I was looking at this, and uh, the Lord says, what do you see? Well, I said, I see a windmill. And I see it's pumping water. He says, what else do you see? And a windmill is made up of the blades, and it has a 
thin body, and then it has a tail. And uh, so I said, well, I see the blades, and they're turning and that. He says, what else do you see? Well, I said, I see the tail. He said, I want you to concentrate on the tail. Because the tail is designed to be sensitive to the wind that pushes the blades into the wind wherever the wind is coming from. For without the tail, the windmill will not work because it's not facing the wind, which is the power that turns the blades that brings the water to the pump. And I said, whoa. And then he, and I, and I had this vision. I didn't know who it was for. And then he said to me, it's for you. It's Zion. And uh, he took me and he showed me that the tail looks so insignificant compared to the rest. But he took me to people that are coming from Asia and other parts of the country and they're coming here to see Zion, or coming to be at, uh, be at Zion, and they're expecting a big church with 5,000, a fancy church and everything, and here they see a little church in a gymnasium, in a school, and they go, why? But here's the reason why, and this is why it's a blessing to you. You are the tail, and every one of you is part of being sensitive to the spirit. For it's the spirit that does the work, but it's you positioning yourself and hearing and seeing with your ears and your eyes where the wind is coming from. Because the wind is where the power is. And the wind and your sensitivity to the spirit as the wind is blowing and you are seeking the face of the wind so that the Lord can pour out his power on the, everybody. So take this as an encouragement for you. I'm only holding it for a second to hand it to someone else. And it allows me to slide this way and remind Agnes that the video seems to stop working. Someone let me know. A couple of days ago, I was thinking about watch night, and this image came into my mind. It was a beautiful gift box. It, was wrapped, well, it wasn't even wrapped. It was designed to be you know, sparkly and really beautiful on the outside. But the amazing thing about this box was not its outside, but that the lid was starting to come off. As the lid came off, I could see light, really, really, really bright light starting to come out from the box. And so what it speaks to me is that we have a nice box here, and there's lots of nice light in here. And God, this year, he really wants to start taking that lid off because we all have a sphere of influence. There's always, there's somebody or some area, some, some part of our society that God wants us to start to shine in. And it doesn't matter if you prayed for people like 300 times and they didn't get healed. What if the next one is? What if one out of a thousand people you prayed for gets healed of cancer? I mean, isn't it worth it to keep persevering? And I'm starting to see that in my own life. And, and I know that this is what God is wanting to do in all of us. So um, bring it on, Lord. Let the light shine. Oh, wow. Double. <laughs> you guys broke a record. Usually, it's, we have to wait almost an hour and a half for the first young person to speak. So this is good. 
Vicente and Lucinda. Lucinda. Um, so I had something on my heart that God has put in me. Um, so when I first heard about, do you see what I see or do you hear what I hear? I didn't hear anything and I didn't see anything. So I asked God, like, what do you hear? Uh, I mean, <laughs> what do you see? So God told me or showed me um, a picture of, remember Nehemiah when he um, heard about his city walls were burnt down uh, or fell down and the gates were um, burnt. Um, so I thought God was speaking about Canada. Its gates were torn down um, or were burned and its walls were um, fallen apart. And uh, I feel, and when that happens, the enemy um, can come in and do whatever they want or build whatever they want, see whatever they want and kill whatever they want. Um, but I feel that for this year, God is saying to stand up and start building this wall. And not just the way we build it is by prophesying over the city and prophesying over our country and praying. And, um, but also they didn't just pray and they didn't just prophesy. But as they were building, they were holding the um, sword. And um, this sword, I feel it's purity and setting high, and my sister always say, like, setting high standards. Um, so I feel that this year we're going to set high standards and being so pure to be able to prophesy and stuff like that. And I feel, uh, and then afterwards, I always like to know, like, the future, or I always make sure that I know what's coming ahead. So I ask God, like, afterwards, when everything gets good and everything changes, what's going to happen next? And I thought God was saying that as you, um, once it's done or once things starting changing, you're going to stand up on those walls and praise me and shout for my name. And you're still carrying your sword and you're still prophesying, but you're still praising me and you're shouting and... Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I want to echo Papa Daniel's um, anointing about 2020. That's in recently, I, uh, in Awakened Dawn. Um, another Papa Daniel. Yeah, he received that in the John 2020. About there is anointing, about the uh, break the door anointing, that Jesus will come through the door, even in the midst of the family gathering, like in the apostle, they gather together. And uh, when, uh, when they gather together, they're talking about, uh, like, uh, Thomas is talking about if I, I don't believe if I uh, uh, if I can touch Jesus, right? You all know this one, and somehow the Lord let me know that the Lord will come through the door in the family when we are getting together. I really taste the goodness of the Lord of the family, the unity, the deep unity that we are getting together, and the uh, the, the spirit of the Lord just come through in and break every yoke. The anointing is so strong and break every yoke. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And, and uh, I know that, and the Lord tell me that th there is anointing about um, uh, someone is really good, uh, like they have a really good science mind and a technology mind. And they want to taste, touch, and feel, and uh, know truly in the mind that it's real. And the Lord will release the anointing in the 2020. And we will taste and see the Lord is so good. Hallelujah. 
So I just want to say that God is indeed good and that we are going to taste and see that the Lord has been good. 2019 has been a year that hasn't been very easy for me. It's filled with a lot of challenges. And the Lord has been taking me out of the comfort zone and expanding my heart like never before. The Lord has been constantly reminding me the power of my words will have an impact to everyone for whom I contact with. So I always say, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing unto the Lord. So no matter what I'm going through, I will still declare the goodness of the Lord. And I will see the goodness of the Lord and the fingerprints of God in every single circumstances in my life. So I have been a Christian since 1992. It has always been my heart to have to see my family to come to know the Lord. So I came to Zion in year 2000. And I remember on the watch night service in 2000, I, I came here and I thanked the Lord for saving my mom. It was that year that my mom actually became a Christian. So uh, it has been tough. Um, I want to say that um, on behalf of my family, I want to thank everyone for praying for my dad. Some of you know that um, my mom hasn't been coming to church since July because she has been taking care of my dad. As some of you know that my dad has been admitted to the hospital since December 8th due to congestive heart failures. And this is the second time in this year that the, my dad has been in the hospital. And right now his heart function is only 25%. So in spite of all this, the Lord is working in ways that are beyond what I can think or imagine. So on the past Sunday, my mom told me that my dad was acting very strange. So if I could come to the hospital to visit my dad earlier, because normally on Sunday I would be doing the Sunday sermon uploading and editing. So I was praying and I felt the Holy Spirit told me, this is the time that you have been waiting for. Seize the opportunity to ask my dad whether he would like to accept Jesus into his heart. So I'm not like the type of a pushy Christian. I don't like to push people to believe in the Lord. Um, I like to win people's heart by my word and my love and my action. So at that time, it so happened that Auntie Senator was texting me and saying that how's my dad was doing. So I told her about what God has been putting in my heart that I'm going to ask my dad to see whether he wants to accept the Lord. So when I went to the hospital, uh, my dad was awake and I was very strict to the point and asked him whether he wanted to accept Jesus into his heart. And he followed me to say the repentance prayer. So I want to praise the Lord. Um, and I would like to thank every one of you in this family who have been praying for my dad's salvation and for his health. But especially I want to honor Grandma True because of her unceasing prayer over the years. Because I remember that she was telling me that her daughter's name is also Grace. And she has always been putting my dad's name and his son's names together to pray for my dad every single day. And I just want to say that God has been very, very faithful. And thank you, everyone. So in 2020, I feel the Lord saying that regardless whether you're ready or not, he's going to come. So we're going to live by faith and not by sight. God is going to give us 2020 vision to see from his eyes, to see from his perspective. Things that used to be very foggy, it will become very clear. So he said that, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my way, declared the Lord. So this is going to be the year of victory with no more delay for the promises of God.
Um, yeah, because like my <laughs> because, because I trained with my mom, like like because I found like a size sixty two first eleven and twelve. Um, do you want to read? Okay, uh, uh, Isaiah 62, verse 11. Uh, the Lord has made proclamation to the ends of the earth. Say to daughter Zion, uh, see, your Savior comes. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. They will be called the holy people, the redeemer of the Lord, and you will be called, sought after, the city no longer deserted. So I think Isaac is trying to uh, uh, emphasize on the word see. Uh, see your savior comes. See his reward is with him. Yeah. So yeah, it's like what do you, do you uh, hear? Do you see what I see and do you hear what, what I hear? So he's saying to me, uh, uh, do we see what the Lord is saying to us? Yeah, because for for now that because I have a great best ye, best yet to come, but because uh, this morning like I I showing like myself and mom that because that for now that like I have a, have a good year and I have a good year a bad year or whatever or, or swimming or archery whatever like like yeah like like. I'm so I'm so like happy over like what I'm doing right, right now. Like, yeah, you know, I'm so happy. I have one uh, one word. Um, uh, Janice, I think it's in. Okay, uh, uh, do not be afraid. Uh, uh, somehow the Lord. Okay, let me just check. I think it's ex it is exodus. Uh, just one scripture that says, uh, "Do not be afraid." I think it's found in sorry just. Because this morning Isaac was telling me that he was seeking the Lord for, for tonight. I think it's Genesis uh, uh, 20, 20. Uh, the word says, do not be, Moses said to, to the children of Israelites, uh, do not be afraid. So I felt that this year, uh, coming to 2020, uh, we need to be uh, bold and, and be brave, be courageous. And, and uh, today's Bible reading in Revelation, uh, one of the scripture it talks about, the Lord said, the Lord was rebuking uh, the people who don't have faith, to the faithless and to the coward. So, and then so somehow when I, the Lord this morning reminded me of, do not be afraid, is the word for 2020. So we need to be bold and uh, uh, have faith in the Lord because, you know, Second Chronicles 2020, right? We all know it. Uh, 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 believe the word of God and we will be established. Believe his prophets and we will prosper. So praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you. 就是我觉得就天父把我带到西安呢，我就想贡献我自己的这一个部分。And I want to uh, give my part as the Lord has led me to uh, Zion. 我就觉得天父呢，在西安他做了一件事情。And I feel that the Father has done one thing in Zion. 就是每一个人都很重要，就是。每一个人就像血液里的那个细胞，每一个人都很重要。Each person is important, just like every blood cell is important. 然后呢，就成了一种天国的一个养分。
and we become nutrients for the kingdom. 然后呢, and um, it's nurtured uh, the children of God. And I would say that um, you are royalty um, in God's kingdom. Uh, uh, and so when I say that you're a true royalty in the kingdom of God, you're like Daniel and his three friends. You would not submit to the uh, cultures and the uh, pressures of the world. Uh, because the Lord um, has been leading our family in a, a special way. Me alone. Me alone. <laughs> um, last year I shared that um, Zion has a special anointing that says leave me alone. A special love. A special love that says leave me alone. So I want to share another uh, kind of love that Zion has. Uh, to be yourself. To be yourself. Just be yourself. And I am so thankful that God has um, worked in Zion that there is this kind of life. Others people can be themselves. And we can be ourselves. And I feel that there's a freedom in the spiritual atmosphere in Zion. I'm just sharing what I sense. Let's say if I'm feeling I'm, I'm very weak and I'm suffering. Uh, no, I can just come to church. I don't have to smile and try to pretend. I can just be myself and, and be myself in a corner. That when the anointing of a true love for the Lord is uh, moving freely in the atmosphere,就是那个天父、那个神的同在和那个天使，他会真实的来服侍我们。Then um, the presence of the Lord and His angels will minister to us directly。就是我有一次真实的，就是有一个很深的带导者曾经就是分享过，就说天使也是会受伤的，他为我们征战的时候他是会受伤的，天使。Um, I remember one uh, intercessor friend had shared that even angels, when they're ministering to us, they might get hurt. And in an atmosphere of true worship and the presence that even the angels will be restored and healed. And one time I did experience this kind of thing in, in, in worship in Zion. So I was so I'm so grateful that you are like living um, clouds of witnessing, uh, cloud of witnesses. Uh, 再讲一句, 比如说, uh, Papa Gideon他回来了, 
呃，他不需要来 hug 我，或者是呃 ，Papa David 不需要来 hug 我，因为他们里面的神活着，就是当他们为神奔跑的时候，他们里面的神是和我们里面的神是一样的。For example, like Papa Gideon, Papa David, they don't have to hug me, but the the God that they're serving um is the same God that is at work in me. 就甚至于，就像我去。I have. 我看见 my beacon 坐在那里的时候，就是它里面的那个神跟我们的神是一样的，就不需要这样的人的一个连接。Um, for example, when I go to、uh, I hope I see my beacon. We we don't have to have that personal connection, but it's the same God at work in him、uh, that works in me. 就是这样真实的云彩般的见证人，成为地上那个活的一个力量，可以激励我们为主。And this living, uh, uh, this group of living cloud of witnesses. Um, is spurring us on. 我就是要谢谢你们，你们永远不知道神在每一个圣徒身上做的是怎么样的美好的工作。就是你们只需要做你们自己 ，just be yourself. So I just want to thank you. I'm so grateful for who you are. That He's doing an amazing work through you. Just be yourself. Thank you. So we have about thirty minutes left. So some of you, if you don't take your chance, you're not going to be able to sleep tonight. All right. So, about 30 minutes, we're gonna do something corporately together. My name is Ashley,、um, and I'm just really thankful for family all around the world. I'm actually from Zimbabwe originally, and、uh, came to Canada last year. And I've been on a journey exploring the wells of revival across Canada from east to west. And this is really special, just to be a part of Church of Zion,、um, and just the rich well that's here,、um, and that that's part of my inheritance、um, in Canada, but in the nations too. So this is my flag, Zimbabwe. All the way from Africa,、um, and I just wanted to also, yeah, woohoo! I got the Canadian flag too because I actually came to Canada on a reconciliation journey to meet my dad for the first time in over 20 years, and he lives in Toronto.、Um, and so after that, the Lord released me to go on a journey across Canada, praying Malachi 4:6.、Um, and when I arrived at Zion, it was like I'm home. Like the whole language that I've been kind of praying and speaking is the language of. The church is Zion, and it's just wonderful to be here.、Um, yeah, and just to celebrate what God's done. Four years ago, there was—I never ever thought that I'd be in Canada,、um, or that I would have met my dad, who'd never been a part of my life. And so, this is a huge victory.、Um, and this year was the first time I celebrated Canada Day with him in Toronto. So, it's really, really big.、Um, yeah, and I'm just excited to to see how. This DNA is going into the nations. Before I even came to Canada, God was waking me up before the dawn every morning. And I got in Ottawa. I found out I, I, I met, met a lady in Interstate, and she's like, "Oh, you, there's a church in Vancouver, and they have a awake in the dawn prayer meeting." And I was like, "Oh my goodness, these are my people!" <laughs> so it's just amazing how a prophecy can be given in Jerusalem in 2016. God starts waking me up in 2018, and here I am. Just before 2020, part of the global family that God is waking up all over the, the world,、um, and just something that I've really sensed on my prayer journey across Canada from east to west is in connection to I think Canada's first revivalist,、um, uh, Henry Allen, and just the word I went to his memorial out in Nova Scotia, and it's just been very much what I also sense for Canada, maybe the nations in this hour, Ephesians five. Wake up, O sleeper! Arise and let Christ shine on you. And just as we go into 2020, that God is waking us up to see what He's doing、um, on a national and on a global level. 
And so it's wonderful to be part of the Zion family. Good to be here and yeah, blessings. I better speak in Chinese. <laughs> I have such a good translator. 2019 was a very difficult year for me. I was reflecting on how God led me to walk through 2019 into 2020. Up until yesterday, it was still very hard. I felt like I was already so broken, but I was kind of hit once more and I kind of just lying on the floor. I was thinking about how um, God suddenly was bringing me from 2019 into 2020. For me, it's by His word. Uh, so, Grace shared about a verse, Psalm 19, verse 14. Uh, May the meditation of my heart and um, the words of my mouth be pleasing to you. To me, Psalm 19 is the, um, the scripture passage for 2019, and Psalm 20 is the passage for 2020. Some people rely on horses and chariots, um, but we rely on the name of the Lord. This morning, the Lord spoke to me through Revelation 19 to 22, which is our um, reading for today. So I kept reading, then I saw, then I heard, then I saw. Recently, I've been preparing for the BC One Heart gathering, so I've been seeing this more and more. I read um, chapter 19, verse 1 today about the heavens opening. So I thought the heavens so I read more closely, and in chapter 4, I saw that it said there's a door that opened in heaven, but in chapter 19, it said that the heavens opened. So in chapter 4, it talks about how um, God invited John to come up higher and to show him some things. But in chapter 19, verse 11, it talks about the heavens opening and John saw um, Jesus riding on a white horse. So 
So my sense is that we can't remain in a place where you just see some things, but we need to um, go to a place where the all the whole heavens are open. Ah, 那我想到就是在啊，约翰他看到天开了，啊，就是天门开了，他看到的是宝座。So and 他第一件事看到的是宝座。In chapter four, when、um, the door opened in heaven, John, the first thing John saw was the throne. 我觉得在从呃一九年开始，就有很多灵界的事情、荣耀的事情。我们会看到有宝座，有看到玻璃海，很多的四活物，很多的描写会在啊、呃、荣耀里面向我们显现。Feel like in 2019 we saw a lot of God's glory, whether His throne or the four living creatures.、Um, different parts of His glory have been revealed to us. 但是在呃呃十九章的十一节，就是快到了这个结束的时候呢，讲的却是看到了是那位啊骑着白马的耶稣。But in chapter 19 verse 11 it tells us、um, that we see Jesus riding the white horse。所以我就呃觉得我们不仅要看到宝座 ，We don't just need to see the throne， 还要看到宝座不是空的。We need to see that the throne isn't empty。那个宝座上面有一位王。那就是我们的耶稣。There is a king sitting on this throne, and that is our King Jesus. 我相信在二零二零会有很多的震动。I believe there will be many shakings in 2020. 但是我们的眼睛一定要定睛在耶稣的身上。But our eyes need to be fixed on Jesus. 他来的时候，他是乘驾，他是乘驾这个快马，他是乘驾白马。When he comes, he's riding a white horse. 在希伯来语当中，那个乘驾白马就是得胜者。In Hebrew,、um, the white horse symbolizes、um, an overcomer. He is not sitting on a white horse, but he is riding a white horse. He is not sitting on a white horse, but he is riding swiftly on a white horse. When I saw this verse, I stood up. I said, "I cannot sit on the ground. I want to stand up." I said, "I cannot sit on the ground. I want to stand up." I said, "I cannot sit on the ground. I want to stand up." I said, "I cannot sit on the ground. I want to stand up." I said, "I cannot sit on the ground. I want to stand up." I said, "I Recently, I have a lot of 讲中文比较好。嗯，当他讲到定睛在耶稣，啊，我就感觉要在呃主在快速的扩张我的心。When Joylyn shared about fixing her eyes on Jesus, I was reminded that God is um swiftly expanding my heart. 好像很多事情就呃就是。呃，他的负荷就给我的压力的负荷已经超出我能够承担的。I felt like the pressure and stress in my life has、um, exceeded my capacity. 但是呢，有一句经文就在有一天突然之间向我显，就像火起来。But there is a verse that suddenly came alive to me one day. 那个经文就是说，呃，控告弟兄的已经被摔下去了。That the accuser has been has been has fell. Yeah. 呃，是因着羔羊的血和弟兄所见证的道。By the blood of the lamb and the word of、um, our testimony。我从来没有想到过，就是弟兄自己所见证的道，这个道就是爱，就是神自己。I've never before thought that、um, the word of our testimony is、um, God Himself。呃，他他的宝血已已经借着十字架已经成就了。Um, by the cross, His blood has already、uh, finished this work. But when our life, when our evidence can become a living word, can live out, we become the overcomers. When our lives and our testimony can become this living word, then we become this overcomer. We can become the 
在启示录里面讲到的，他所预备的那个在大患难中出来的，呃，披着细细麻衣的那一群。And we can become、um, among those in Revelation that、um, are are wearing the linen garment. 我感受到今年就是，呃，神在借着各样的震动来，呃，好像让这些得胜者可以，呃，脱颖而出，从这个患难中出来。I believe that in the shakings in 2020, these overcomers will come out of these difficulties. So, our eyes need to be fixed on Jesus. I might just add a little bit、um, now that I'm up here.、Um, um, so, some of the some people are asking some of us young people if you were feeling anything for tonight. And I was like, oh, I'm not too sure. I'll think about it, but. Um, one thing I was feeling was I think a lot of people have been very, at least among、um, the people around me, some of the young people have been feeling very tired and worn out this past year recently.、Um, and、um, earlier, someone shared about、um, 2020 being a year of refreshing and refreshment. And so I was thinking about how I feel like in relation to what Joy Lin and、uh, Joanna shared that as we Continue to realign and to fix our eyes on Jesus, on our ultimate and our highest、um, goal and and purpose in life. Then we will be refreshed because we won't be busy trying to do all these things. Or, I mean, things are important to do, but we won't be distracted、um, by just doing work and even just by serving God in ministry. But when we really come back to a place of fixing our gaze on Jesus and And、um, in Revelation four, coming up higher and seeing from a higher perspective,、um, and being yeah rested in that place, we will be refreshed and rooted in in who He is.、Um, yeah. I was reflecting on 2019.、Um, this year's been a bit of a whirlwind for me. In a lot of ways, it's brought a lot of growth.、Um, When I was thinking back to how this year started, I was on like a whirlwind business trip for many weeks and was pulled out of my comfort zone. And I needed to develop and grow very quickly.、Um, and then in the midst of that trip, I had to rush to a a family emergency.、Um, and I'm just so grateful of one thing that、um, it was related to my mom and. Where many probably wouldn't have survived what she had gone through, she's still alive and well, and here today. And I just want to thank God. God is God is awesome. He still does miracles, and、um, you know he he knows what we need. I think a lot this year I started to forget a lot about who what God had said about me and who He's made me to、uh, to be. And this year He was telling me a lot. Remember. Remember who I am. Remember who I've called you to be, and he had to take me back through a number of things that he had brought me through to remember what he had placed in me. And even over the last couple of months, God has been reminding me, like all these things that you've been through, I'm going to put you in situations where you're going to see those things placed. That I placed in you many years ago, you're going to see them on the surface, and they're going. To, I'm going to use this to remind you of how powerful I am. And if it's anything that I feel like God is saying for 2020, it's 
to not only remember, but to stand firm and perform these things that he has placed um, in many of us. Um, and so for 2020, it's to see yourself, how God sees you, and to be confident and embrace that. Um, know that you're not perfect. Um, this year, I had a lot of uh, imperfections show up, and I'm like, you know what, God, I'm giving these over to you. I'm not perfect. I'll never be perfect. But with you, all things are possible, and so I'm just going to walk forward with you and do these things that you've called me to do. And so in 2020, step up to the plate. You know, do what he's called you to do. Don't be afraid. He's with you. See Red Seas as open places. See the giants in the land as opportunities for God to show his strength and power. See your Egypt as a place where God is going to show you your miracles and make your enemies your footstool. Like, God is with us. Nothing is impossible. Let's walk in it and let's do great things for God. Amen. When I heard that um, there is a convergence between the Gregorian calendar with the uh, Hebrew calendar. And when I saw uh, the two sisters came out, I can't help it but to say that the year 2019 has been a year of double-double. Let me explain myself so that you won't think that I'm going to order coffee from Tim Hortons uh, all the time. But truly, this 2019 has been a year full of double portion. And I'm sharing this not because it's happening to my life, but I believe that this is going to be a, a, a word that's going to be intensified for everyone's life in the year 2020. Because uh, truly the Lord is uh, imparting double portion, like instead of shame, there will be double portion. And instead of um, despair, there will be double portion of God's favor, double portion of God's grace, double portion of anointing, like precious oil of gladness in the midst of, not in the absence, but in the midst of despair, in the midst of mourning, there'll be double portion of uh, the oil of gladness. It's like the oil of joy is flowing in us, through us, from heaven. And um, I have experienced lots of suddenlies this in the year of 2019, and I believe there's going to be more this year, the coming year, in about very soon. So, <laughs> uh, and I just want to thank God for it. How I got this, <laughs> I, I share this pretty much most of the time when I, when I got the unction to share this uh, uh, at 5 a.m. and they awaken the dawn. And they, they go, wow, it's Lucy again with her Tim Hortons story. But, but it is so true because one day I was lining up at Tim Hortons and uh, the guy in front of me, because I didn't know this is a Canadian cliche, by the way. Uh, when you order a, cup of tea, uh, a coffee, it said, I want coffee with double-double. I, I, so I said, what is the Lord saying? So I look up, I Google it up, and what it really means is I want double cream with double sugar. And, and suddenly I, have, I felt like the Lord is saying, I'm going to give you, because, you know, you, you step into obedience, I'm going to give you double portion. Like, you're really going to just not just hear and see, but you're going to taste it, like you're tasting coffee. And I said, Lord, what, what actually does that mean? So, um, this year at work, one of, my, uh, one of my many responsibilities is to do, some of you in IT would know something called web support. And I'm not a technical IT person, but because I do work over the telephone, so I tell people on the web, you 
look on the right side. You gaze on it. And then you move your mouse right at the right side and you click there. So, and then some of the people say, where, where, where? Like, you know, because they don't know what I'm talking about. I said, do you see what I see? Then, and then uh, I say, say yes, say yes. And then they go, oh, okay, you are the best person who helped me because you sing me a Christmas song. But really what it is is I don't want them to say no because it's like the Heavenly Father wants us to gaze at something that he gazes on, something that he feels, that he wants his body to feel, something that he wants the body to listen when he speaks, and, and when he's looking at all his children, I just believe that the father actually wants us to respond by saying, yes, yes, father, yes, father. So tonight I feel that it's also a night to respond to the Lord's um, uh, heart. So whatever that we have experienced him in, the, in this year, we will say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And whatever he's going to impart more and deposit the double portion unto us, in the coming year, that we also going to respond, yes, Father, yes, Father. Amen. I wasn't going to share, but I'm just feeling a very strong anointing. I just want to thank the Lord for all that he's done in 2019 for me. I, I was working in this place where I was thoroughly enjoying myself, and then suddenly I had to let go because of my arm. And so... Then I went off to England to see my mother and always praying for her. And I thank you all for praying for her as well. God did something. I mean, I expected to come home saying that she has accepted the Lord, but that's not what happened. But what did happen was a miracle, which to some of you it's quite normal, for, but for us it was amazing. The Lord used me to speak to my mother, tell her Bible stories, in my language. Now, what is really amazing is that I can talk to my mother in my language, no problem. But when, as a Christian, I want to talk to God in my language, it was very hard for me. And uh, I didn't know any of the words, the Christian words. And yet, here was I sharing her Bible stories every day. And she was receiving it. So it was truly a miracle because she had for so many years, been so against me being a Christian. I couldn't talk at all. If, if she's, uh, you know, if um, one time she even saw the Bible and she said, this is a Muslim home and you can't have a Bible in here, you know, that kind of thing. And to be able to actually talk to her and she was receiving it and tell her, well, you know, the sin started from Adam and Eve and go down right through the prophets and talk to her. It was just amazing. So I, I thank God for that opportunity. And uh, I came home, and I'm just realizing that God has been stretching a lot. God has made me do things that I didn't want to do, even to be part of the BC gathering and the prayer meetings. It was very hard for me, but I have to trust God. And I just feel that it's like um, a lizard, you know, that is removing that uh, outer skin to be ready for the new that God has. And I, I sense that this new year, it's, the darkness will be really dark, but the light will be really light. And the presence of God is what it is. 
even at when I was with my mother, there was a, sometimes there was a text, and I learned to worship the Lord. And when I worshiped, it was much easier than, you know, coming against the enemy and all that. So I learned that that is one of the tools that God gives us to worship him when, when things go bad. And when I did, I came back and it was like completely different. And I was so thankful. So Lord, I, I thank you that in this new season, Lord, that you are stretching us, you're enlarging us, you are showing us that you are first in everything. I keep on feeling like we need to go into the holy of holies. No more in the outer court or in the middle. It's, it's completely being with him. And even when we talk about God, you're giving us new eyesight, the 2020 vision. It is what God was showing me is that we want his eyes to be able to see that he would see through us or we would see through his eyes. And he wants to take us higher so we can see the way he sees things. And God is opening literally gifts that are within us. It's like they're blossoming and they're ready for what is to happen. And as you walk, the light will shine and people will be drawn towards the Lord. I feel that the harvest is ripe and it's all around us. And it's just God wanting to touch the lives of each one. So I just encourage you, God, let us do what you want to do in BC, in Canada, in our city, Lord. Do whatever you want. Let us not be in the way that you have your way. You have your way in us, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So um, this year during Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, in the morning we were praying together and we felt that we need to align with our family of origin. So we spent time that day, you know, uh, with our computers and uh, start to uh, align with our parents and to write a letter to them. And like we've prayed so long for my father, but then, uh, you know, we've fasted, we've prayed, but then it seemed that his heart was like stone. He hasn't changed. So I felt that I need to align with him. I need to write from my heart a letter to him. But then the Lord gave us a strong um, anointing of his love. We spent like half a day writing letters to a couple people. 
我我和 Agnes 说，我们就选一个，我们就我们两个人彼此读。And then、uh, we read what we wrote、uh, to、uh, to each other. 然后一边读就一边哭 ，Agnes 也哭，我也哭。And as we read those letters of gratitude, actually,、um, we cried. 所以突然就发现我好像里面突然明白了我的爸爸。And、um, as I was writing the letter and reading the letter, I suddenly felt that I began to understand my father. But I never knew how I could give him that letter of gratitude. This morning, I received a word of blessing from a family member in China. Isaiah 45, verse 11. 耶和华以色列的圣者就是照以色列如此说：将来的事你可以问我，至于我的种子并我手的工作，你可以求我命定。原文是说吩咐我。Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and the one who formed me, ask me of things to come. Will you command me concerning my children and the work of my hands? 所以早晨我就开始说，那呃，我的爸爸是你的，是你种子中的一个。And I said this morning to the Lord that my father is one of the children and work of your hands. 也是你手，也是你手的工作。And he's also the work of your hands. 所以我就说主，那我就来吩咐你。So Lord, then I will command you. 呃，我的爸爸是平安的。That my father receives peace. 他是爱你的，他是渴慕你的。That he loves you and he longs for you. 呃。他是你的长子，他要得着这个呃双倍的长子的位分是不被偷去的。And he is a firstborn, and he will receive the double portion that will not be stolen from him. 所以今天我就是带着这样的一个渴慕说，主你听了。So this morning, with that longing in my heart, I said, I declare, Lord, you've heard my prayer. 所以到了晚上，我们呃全家在吃饭的时候。So in the evening, when we're having dinner together, 因为我爸这两天身体不好。Because these couple of days, my father's not feeling well. So, sometimes when we ask him to pray, he he wasn't willing. So, sometimes when we ask him to pray, he wasn't willing. So, sometimes when we ask him to pray, he wasn't willing. So, sometimes when we ask him to pray, he wasn't willing. So, sometimes when we ask him to pray, And this was the first time I heard. After he prayed the whole prayer, he said, "In the name of Jesus, Amen." So I believe that this is a season. So I believe that this is a season. When we use his eyes to see, look at our family. When our hearts are changed, the same prayer will bring different authority. Because in 在灵里面，所有的权柄是出于爱的。Because in the spirit, you know, all authority comes from love. 所以我就想说，在我们结束二零一九年 ，So I feel that as we come to the end of twenty nineteen， 神要给我们一个新的眼光来看自己，看我们的家人。God wants to give us new eyes to look at ourselves and our family members， 以至于我们有这个权柄能够来吩咐神 ，so that we can have this authority to command the Lord， 来吩咐他的种子。To command his sons, 来吩咐他手中的工作 ，and to command the work of his hands. 我就相信，现在就是这个玛利亚向着耶稣说，他们酒用尽的时候
I believe that this is a time that like uh, the, the mother of Jesus, Mary, when he said to Jesus, um, there's no more wine. 当我们里面真实的一个对齐，真实的渴慕出来的时候，时间是耶稣的时间是能够提前的。So that when we really come with uh, hearts of deep longing, that he fast beat, you know, um, hit the time. 所以主我就宣告，二零二零年是一个加速的季节。Fast forward the time. So now we declare that 2020我们可以分布我们的天赋，因为我们的心跟他对齐。that we can even command our Father because our hearts are aligned with Him. And we can believe that what was not possible in the past will be fulfilled in 2020. It's not because our family members have changed, but because we have changed first. Lord, change us. Give us new eyes. To really see them from your eyes. Because we didn't have such perspective. Many times we didn't understand them. So many hurts have caused our eyes to blur. But today, the last day of 2019, I said, I want to turn over a new page. I will totally turn over. So that you will lead us totally into the new year. So that from now it will be Christ lives in me. That the old me has died. That the dead will not take offense. That the new life of Jesus in me lives. 充满了盼望, and this life of Jesus in me is full of hope and full of authority. And Jesus said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, to, to us. So when we receive love from the Lord, it activates the love in us. So Lord, we thank you. Change our hearts. Change our hearts. So that your heart in us will reign. Amen. Amen. In a very short time, we're not only entering into a new year, but we're also entering into a new decade. And um, I just, uh, I see two pictures. I see a picture of um, uh, the treadmill, and this treadmill is going twice its speed. And I see another picture of a train. Again, it's going twice the speed. And the treadmill, I believe, talks about the spirit, your spiritual, your own personal life. And the train talks about the corporate. The speed is is just accelerating in the new decade. And I just feel the cry of our heart ought to be that, just like David said, that I will be anointed with fresh oil. I feel the, the rate uh, or the, the things that are done in the past decade is not going to cut in, in in the new decade. The cry of our heart has to be that we will be anointed with fresh oil. And it's got to be happening in our personal life, represented by the treadmill. 
and the corporate life with the train. And I, and I feel the warning is that if we are not going with the same speed, we will be left behind. The uh, double-rated, double-rate is harder to catch up in the, in the new decade. The train will be going twice the speed. It's harder to catch up. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that there will be a cry in our heart that we desire, Father. We cry out for a fresh oil. In the name of Jesus, amen. Yeah, I really believe for 2020, uh, the key is the a young generation. I hear a lot of young, pe- young kids uh, at the back there, and I really feel that um, the fresh oil, the fresh anointing, the fresh water will come from the youth. Uh, my wife Sophie had a... My name's Kit, by the way. My wife Sophie had a dream that um, she was on a train, uh, just like what uh, James shared. And we're all together as a family on the train, and the train was going. And... Th- um, our son Daniel, who's only seven years old, he's pumping a well. He's pumping a well. The well is made of gold. It's a new well. And the water that's coming, that's uh, bursting forth is fresh, fresh uh, water. So uh, I really agree that um, we cannot pump from the, some, from the same old well. We've got to pump from the fresh well. And uh, walking with the younger generation, when the young generation is walking with the older generation, walking together, um, that's the key to, for oneness and for fresh water. And uh, this is a year, uh, 2019 was a year for a lot of consecration. I believe that uh, God is setting us all apart, um, consecrating ourselves a lot for his purpose. Um, in Deuteronomy 28, verse 1, it says, If you fully obey the Lord or faithfully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on to you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. So there's a qualifier. That's if you obey the Lord and all his commandments. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. What subsequently happens is is when you consecrate yourself to the Lord and faithfully obey him, it results in us taking new territory, taking the land that is promised. And just jumping over to verse 7, the Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you uh, from one direction, but flee from you from seven. So I just see 2019, we're leaving 2019, going into 2020 on a track uh, together, 2020 is, is really dark, but what contrasts that is the light. And the only way we can get that light is to consecrate ourselves and set ourselves apart uh, wholly to the Lord. And the last thing I'll just read here is uh, verse 9. The Lord will, accomp- will establish you as a holy people, as he uh, promised you on oath. If you keep the commands of the Lord uh, your God and walk in obedience to him, then all the peoples on the earth will see all the people on the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord. They will fear you. So 2020 is not just for the believers, but it's also for the non-believers. They will see the glory. They will see God's glory. They will see the light of the believers, of the faithful people of us in Jesus' name. So Lord, I just pray for this new year that you give us revelation, Lord. Uh, Lord, empower us to keep our conducts 
honorable among the non-believers so that when they see our good deeds, they will glorify your name uh, upon your visitation. And I believe 2020 is a year that uh, uh, non-believing hearts will turn when they see the, our light. So it's not just the, the, the believers that we're, we'll see more, but it's also the non-believers as a result of our faithfulness because of God's faithfulness. And um, as we set ourselves apart, the younger generation with the older generation walking together in oneness. In Jesus' name, amen. As I'm listening to what's being shared tonight, I was looking, thinking back to what my dad was sharing about the year 5780 and what the eight uh, represents. And it's that the eight represents the beginning of fulfillment of destiny. And I feel like what we're seeing tonight, what we're hearing tonight, even from the video of what we saw 17 years ago, we had no idea that God was putting steps in place, that he was taking us through this journey that is coming full circle, starting with Glide Tidings so many years ago, now coming full circle back to Glide Tidings where the BC gathering is going to be. I feel like there is a fulfillment of destiny that God has spoken over us. And that mouth that we're talking about, that pay, is his words being spoken over us. What he is declaring, because he says, I am the great I am. What I say is, will come to pass. You know, what we are going to, it's not, the world is like, the world says hindsight is twenty twenty. But we declare what God is seeing, what, like what he declares, what he sees, is, come, is what will come to pass. And that this year, as we're coming to this new year, we would begin to perceive as he sees, to rise to a new level. Many of you said that, rise to a new level. And I feel like this full circle that we had to come into, that the Lord has allowed us to journey, and it hasn't been an easy journey, has given, like I'm speaking to the family of Zion, because these are the people that are here right now. You guys call Zion home, which is why you're here at midnight tonight. But I feel like there is an authority that's being released to this family because of this journey, this full circle. We would not have this authority without going through what we have gone through the last 30 years within Zion. And so I feel as we stand here going into this near, there's a fear of the Lord that comes on me, that what we're walking into is the beginning of the fulfillment of destiny that has been spoken over us. And we need to walk into this with fear and trembling that he's going to begin to speak. We are going to see ahead of what people will see. We're going to visions, dreams, things, what he has promised already. Things are going to come into fulfillment. So I just want to share that. Wow. This is a, a wonderful inheritance that we've received from our papas and mamas, how to ring in the year. And uh, it's amazing. None of them have even... Oh, barely any of them have spoken. I'm sure they are brimming with things. But this is how, in this house, we feel safe and released. And uh, I don't think there's any other way to enter the new year than to uh, do something together. And what brings us all together is there's a table that the Lord has prepared for the family. There's always room at the table. And it's because of what he's done. I love that. We, even amongst the glorious things, the things that we see, it's fixing our, our gaze and our eyes on Jesus and what he's done. And even though, as we do in every year, we look to the past, some people, they might look to the past. They might look to a grave. But grave means, doesn't mean death to us. The grave means hope and resurrection. <laughs> That's what makes us different. 
That's how we see. Uh, many people will look to their defeat as something that is a tomb, but we look to that as our mark of life and victory and hope for the future. So I think as we come to the, to the, the table, as the Lord has been speaking to us, don't see, don't look for, um, like through Noah, right, in the reset where we could choose to see through ravens. And ravens are those animals that naturally look for what has been lost. But we want to look through eyes of faith, through dove's eyes, and believe over and over again that he said, and because he said, we're crossing. Because he said, we're going. And even in the boat, even in the storm, right, what did the disciples see? They saw the boat filling with water. What they didn't see was God's word. What God's word, basically, I believe, if the boat went under, it would have been the world's first submarine. Because God said they were moving over. And that's how we're going to see. Now, that's the faith that I think Rebecca was declaring in her spirit. That in the midst of impossibilities, my God, he said, and that's what we, we stand on. We don't, we don't need, there are some of us who get really excited when, I'm not even going to go there. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you prepared a table for us, for the family, that everyone has room at the table. And that this light, the things that we were sharing about, the light you have put in us, Father, that we would shine. That the box becomes the lid, as we saw in the video, will be taken off and, and, and the light will be, be revealed in us and through us. This, this time, I think often when we take communion, we really like to gravitate towards people that, um, that we've taken communion with before, people that we know. But how about to ring in this new year? We want to expand our perspective. We want to stretch those that, areas that we usually see, the people we usually see, that we see differently. Maybe we take communion with a few others, different generations. Maybe find someone who's in their 20s because it feels appropriate for 2020. Just to help you out. I know it's a little late. Some of our, our minds are wandering, right? That if we could even in, in generations and we'll take um, communion together. Is now even a good time or should we announce our, our family thing just now? Okay. Uh, in our hearts, as we've looked ahead, we feel that there's a family time, a very important family time coming. And we think that to tell you because you have stuck it out to like midnight here. You guys would be the ones that probably show up the next time too, right? Um, we have a, a vision casting for our home, for Zion, for this year. And we feel uh, to call the family together on a Saturday. It'll be 10 to 4 o'clock. It'll be here at the center on February the 8th. It's uh, the month of, of hearts and love. And so we feel that the love for family, heart for the home, it's a wonderful time. February the 8th, if you... Go to this, um, so we'll put it on later, maybe after the, uh, we take communion together, um, to, to begin to sign up, all right? And uh, we're going to share our heart for the home and how we can be activated and involved and let our light shine here and, and beyond, okay? So that's something, but um, I think it's appropriate if we have some mothers and fathers. Wow, I was told that we actually have some gluten-free bread. 
because we really want the whole family to participate. <laughs> oh, they're gloves. This is... We feel welcomed when someone has been thoughtful. This is awesome. All right. Uh, maybe, do you want to... Yeah, yeah. Um, Pastor Collins suggested that we come in maybe in our sections. Otherwise, we'll all get stuck and we'll never have our, <laughs> our elements before midnight. That we can maybe come from this section... Right, come, take some, we'll break some, we'll dip. We'll have three stations. I think that's going to be the quickest way. We'll try to put elements in everyone's hands. We'll take it together, and then we'll count down. All right? Okay. Yeah, hold your elements, and we'll take uh, communion together. I think everybody has element. This is the first time that we have a few minutes to spare before. (laughs) Without like nine prophetic actions. Usually we have to fake it and redo the count down at like 12.04. Yeah. So We're getting better. We're just going to agree with what, what Pastor Rebecca was pro- proclaiming and declaring. I think she was carrying it. So we're all just going to say yes and amen again as she, as she leads us to pray. Yeah, yeah, I, I heard it. This is the first time in the watching their service I don't have to say anything. <laughs> you just broke it. <laughs> Until now. Until now, he just broke it. <laughs> and yet, I'm 100% satisfied to know that our sons and daughters are totally in alignment with us. We totally trust them. So even the last prayer, I will ask Pastor Rebecca to do it. Yeah. You Amen. all agree? Amen. Amen. Yes. Father, we stand in awe of you. We thank you for your goodness. Yes. We thank you for your hand of favor upon this family and this church. Oh. And Lord, we say as we step into this new year, we declare that it is a fulfillment of destiny over this church and over this family, Lord. What you have spoken, Lord, you will, will come to pass. What you have declared, it shall be as you have spoken. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, Amen, Lord. And Father, as we stand here, we remember your body and your blood. And we take this in remembrance of you today. Father, receive the love that you have for each of us, God. And may it be that we we would pour it out this year in measures that are not even within us, Lord. We thank you, Father. Allow us to see from your perspective, Lord. Allow us to give. Allow us to overcome as you would, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 So let's taste and see that the Lord is good.